Parsha's Kisetse Rishon. This week's Parsha has an abundance of mitzvahs, actually the most in all of uh, Torah, 74 mitzvahs. We have 27 assays and 47 lysases. Um The Parsha starts off, uh, when you go out to war, it's a war, uh, it's not a war, it's not a Mechemes mitzvah, but it's a war that you're allowed to go and make. And of course, you know, the soldiers go out and uh, their adrenaline is up and the testosterone is high. And of course, you're going to see what, the, what we call an Asha Sifas Tire, a woman, beautiful woman. She doesn't want to be killed. She wants to maybe be taken as a, as a wife, as a slave, something. And the Torah understands that you're going to see this woman and you're going to desire her. And the Torah says, don't worry. We're going to give you a way that you can still have this woman, but in a mutter in, in, in an appropriate way. What do we have to do? So you have to shave her head, make her look ugly. Um, uh, you, it, the Pasuk says, Vasa you have to make her nails. That's a little bit vague. Rashi seems to say that you should make, you should let her nails grow, um, you should let the nails grow long. Um, while others say, no, just the opposite. Vasa means to make, uh, just like you shaved her head, you should also make her nails. So trim her nails. Either way, I guess it depends. You know, some people like longer nails, shorter nails. But you have to wait 30 days. And if you will desire, if you'll desire, then you get to marry her. And if not, then you have to let her go. You're not allowed to sell her as a slave or anything like that. And then the, then the Aliyah turns into what happens if you have two wives, one you like, one you don't like, how you're supposed to, uh, how you're supposed to deal with your inheritance, right? If, if from the, from the first wife you have a son and you don't like this wife so much, are you allowed to, give the inheritance over to, to the son of a second wife. And the Torah says no. And then the third topic, just to finish up the Aliyah, the third topic is Ben Mara, the wayward son, right? Um, the Tasuk says that, uh, that uh, the son doesn't listen to the call of the father, the call of the mother, right? The voice of the father, the voice of the mother, which leads us to a very interesting thing. What, why does it say separately, the voice of the father, the voice of the mother? And that's a very important lesson that in a home, the father and the, the father and the mother have to be one voice. They can't have separate voices. It, it doesn't work if you have two separate sets of philosophies. The father and the mother have to speak as one and have to seem as as they're giving one derech for the family to grow. And Rashi points out the progression of these three topics together. What happens? The guy goes out to war. He sees a beautiful woman. He brings her home. He does everything he's supposed to do. He takes her as a wife, and then he ends up not liking her, you know, seeing that, you know, what her background is, how she behaves. You know, it's not really very Jewish, even though now she's considered Jewish. And uh, he doesn't like her, and what happens? The son from this marriage becomes Ben Sarumara. I heard a very, very interesting shot, totally different than that, that than that what Rashi points out. Imagine this. You're a wife, you're a child, and your father or husband is going out to war. You're davening, you're nervous, you're on the edge of your seat, however long your father is away. And you daven to Hashem, please, please let my father and my husband come back safely. And, and what happens? The father comes home with another woman and he wants to marry another woman. The Ben Mora is that son. His son was at home davening. He says, this is what my father thinks of when he goes out to war. We're thinking about him the whole time. He doesn't think about us. That's the son who becomes the Ben Sora Umara.